Hey guys, this is your host Jamie and today I'm coming to you to talk about when you get lost in the unfair but you want to find your hope again. And that's why they say that healing isn't linear and that's why they call it a self-acceptance journey because it has dips, it has curves, it has sharp turns, it has crosswalks for other people where we have to make room for others we have to pause we have to yield our right of way but when you've been a victim of human atrocities such as I was as a child then you've had somebody take your vehicle and put it where they want it create havoc with it and then sit back and laugh when the car crashes sexual abuse any type of abuse subtle abuse not subtle abuse gaslighting beating physical discipline of any kind left an emotional scar on me I was raised by people who spanked me and I can tell you that hurt my heart too having physical pain inflicted on my body when my parents were displeased with either my choices or my attitude. Instead of seeing that I was a child with needs, they saw that I wasn't doing what they wanted and that gave them the right to hit me. So that's where I'm at with spanking these days. Um, I've had a rough couple of days because PMS does that to me. It throws me off balance. It makes everything terrible. Historically, that would be a time of month when my passive suicidal ideations would run rampant and I would just uh, have to wait it out. But now that I have a great foundation going on and I've been able to learn how to keep my head above water a little bit better it's almost like I'm learning how to swim in the sea of life finally I was flailing around for decades gargling on it choking on it almost drowning barely keeping myself up grabbing onto this tool with one hand while trying to keep afloat with my two legs and my other hand and it's exhausting just to try to survive when you don't have the right tools and when you are abused as a child you are robbed of deprived of the tools you need to filter life through anything other than distress so sometimes today even as an adult unfortunately my beautiful safe healthy life still gets filtered through the lens of distress and there are things I can do about that and sometimes there are no things I can do about it it just really depends on what the trigger is and how much it takes for me to come back from that trigger some triggers are simple being disrespected being mansplained Like I need a man to tell me how to think and act as a grown woman. This man thinks that he's going to direct my thoughts and direct my behaviors. Oh my God. Mansplaining is telling someone your way of doing things. 
and making it sound as though it is the only way to do things. And yes, women have this bad habit too. Sometimes it's a simple communication breakdown where the partner is repeating what you say in a way that they understand. So it may come across as mansplaining when it's him processing. However, that doesn't mean I can't help him communicate differently with me in the next conversation. Hey, you just mansplained me. You just gave me a whole big to-do list on what I should do next and how I should handle it. You basically just told me how to think and act. And and you just explained my feelings to me. And then he was like, blah, 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 blah. I was trying to say that I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you. I said, see, that I understood as I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you. And then I left for work. And then I feel guilty for being confrontational because I was also raised in a cult where the men told the women what to think. The men made the decisions. It was all about the men. (laughs) And I'm not okay with that anymore. I am a human being and my genitals should not interfere with whether or not I am treated like a human being. This is the loudest, most clear message that I get from the LGBTQ plus community in addition to inclusion, in addition to community, the biggest change for me was uh, finally understanding that a person's genitals do not determine their value. A person's genitals do not determine how you treat them. They shouldn't. And that is called misogyny and patriarchy. And it is very much a real problem. And I'm not going to let it be my problem anymore. If I hear it and if I don't like it, I'm just not going to allow that to be how people talk to me. Oh, my husband's pastor loves to mansplain. That's all he does is he either is complaining about himself complaining about his wife as a joke or uh what was the mansplaining how uh god hates divorce and people should try harder and he doesn't like uh yeah he accepts that gay people have no place in in the church certainly not in his church if you ever see a gay person in his church made to feel welcome and accepted as is oh that'll be the day Because they can't accept sin. But my mother is still on the worship team. (laughs) Um, Genitals and who you love do not increase or decrease your human value. I love the LGBTQ plus community for standing up for every victim of every sexuality, of every nationality, of every religion or philosophy you are just a person if you are embracing the lgbtq community they will embrace you they will stand by your side 
And you want to tell me that that's what's going to hell, but the pastor's hiding all the pedophiles and not reporting them, as is their legal obligation to report a suspicion of child abuse or neglect. They do not need proof. They do not need evidence. And in the fine print in the law, it does say that if a child makes a statement that something happens, that it does need to be reported. So there you go. The pastors all decided, the men, the Christians, the white Christian men in my childhood and my adult life mansplain, but don't support me. Has the pastor of my husband's church texted or called me once? No. As a matter of fact, he literally told me I can't help you when I called him seeking some help. Yet he calls himself a, a counselor and a man of God. I can't help you, but I have to go to church and mansplain about gay people being evil and divorce being reprehensible to God. But your little child abuse problem, that's, that's not something that's... No, sorry. Candy, what song are you going to sing for us to worship the Lord this morning? And you, so a lot of my focus has shift, shifted and a lot of my perspectives are shifting. My perspectives are shifting quickly. It's almost as if I'm using one of those old school viewfinders and um, someone keeps hitting the button and it's going back and forth with different slides. And I'm going to choose to take control of that button now. And I'm going to choose which perspective I filter my reality through today. Now, again, let me go back to the fact that some of my triggers are very bad because my experience was atrocious. Um, done on a large scale, it's a war crime. It's a crime against humanity. But he got away with it because he was my father. <laughs> oh, Jesus, take the wheel. So the point of me coming and blobbing on about what it's like to be a recovering rape victim, a recovering child abuse victim, is that a hundred times in the same day, I could go from being a victim to being a survivor, to being a thriver, to being happy and feeling safe, to feeling completely unsafe again. My nervous system has been overused and it has been programmed incorrectly to release cortisol all the time instead of balancing it out with oxytocin, the bonding hormone. I have to make my own oxytocin now and I buy some of it from a pharmacy. I'm so grateful that I am on medication. It is a game changer along with therapy and just diving in to the deepness of my pain. They talk about how you should just uh, consider your feelings as visitors, see what message they have to bring, and then when they are ready to leave, let them go. You don't try to grab them and make them stay and make them 
understand you and make you understand them. You just listen. What is this feeling telling me right now? And I do that with my body sensations too. I get tingly sometimes. I get a tightness in my stomach. Um, My muscles tense up when I feel unsafe. And sometimes there's zero reason for me to feel unsafe, but I do anyway. So I'm here and I see you all. And I hope you all take today the fact that I have my viewfinder lever in my own hand today. Nobody else is going to choose my perspective for me today. I'm going to choose my own filter through which I look at the world today. And I choose free and happy. So until next time, guys, take care.